Hey family, welcome to the Recalibrate podcast. It's your host Esther Glory and this is a new episode. So welcome to this week's podcast guys. I know last week's episode was a really long episode. If this is your first time joining, welcome to the Recalibrate community. Um, there is a whole host, there are about three seasons worth of podcasts for you to catch up on. So join us here in the community. This is season three and we are talking about hearing the voice of God. So welcome, welcome. If this is your first time, if this is if this is your regular spot, your regular party, welcome to the party again, family. It is so lovely to have you here. Welcome to this week's episode. Um, if you've been following us on Instagram, um, we have been doing the more three-day devotional and we have now finally completed three days out of the full 30-day devotional where we are looking at the more, the pursuing more in God, pursuing more in ourselves through identity and self-discovery in God, but also finding our purposes in God, what we have to do in the world. And we have been exploring the concept of more in this in these three areas on IGTV, on IG Live, and then I save it to IGTV for you to be able to go back and watch and take notes from. Um, So if you haven't yet got your 30-day more devotional, then make sure you head to the link in the show notes www.recalibrateuk.com forward slash resources to grab your 30-day devotional and to be able to join in on the three-day challenge that we're doing on our Instagram. But while you're at it, while you're here, while you're at the party, while you've poured up your drink, please make sure that you rate, review and subscribe to the podcast and make sure that you share it with absolutely everyone that you know. And as always, always check out the show notes because there'll be links to amazing resources that you can use or that are mentioned in the podcast um, as well. So hi guys, welcome to this week's episode. This week's episode is all about hearing God's voice and talking specifically about the streams of revelation through which God can decide to speak to us because we we all hear God in various different ways and it's so important that we... Um, that we make sure that we know all of the different streams so that we are not unaware or uh, insensitive to the way that God may be communicating with us at any given time. And so the way I want to preface this is by starting off by saying that we all hear the voice of God very differently. There are various streams of revelation by which you can access God's voice directly to you. And that's what we're going to start exploring from this week onwards. We're going to discern the, the different ways that God may speak to each and every single one of us and look at the 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 in his manifold wisdom the different ways that he communicates with each and every single one of us um that are listening into the podcast and everyone that can really hear um the voice of god um but as always we are going to stay in true fashion you guys seem to like the longer episodes where i'm actually journeying through the topic but also giving personal experiences um and so i'm going to make sure that you guys get what you ask for okay um and so please let me know on instagram or by email recalibrateuk at gmail.com um what you prefer do you prefer longer episodes where i'm actually sharing with you guys or do you prefer the shorter episodes where you can just kind of tune in and and get what you need and bounce um but this is our community podcast so let me know what you would like to hear more of
Anywho, enough of the waffling. Um, I'm going to dive right into the random musing of my heart for this week's episode which is a segment where I just share any skill I'm trying to master, any thoughts that have been on my heart, um, or anything that I'm, I've am i been thinking about or pondering about throughout the week. And so this week, the random musing of my heart is to consider others first, consider others first. Now, this is not a na- our natural inclination as human beings, but one of the things that I think is really important for us as believers, for us as people who want to represent and represent God, um, to do is to make sure that we consider others first. Um, I've caught myself in conversations having to think about how what I might say might impact another person or how what I might do might impact another person. Yes, I might be at the center of the story in my life, but I have no clue what's happening in the stories and lives and world around me um, that may impact other people in a completely different way. And so I've been challenging myself to consider others first, even with my friends like I've been having conversations and we've been challenging each other to consider each other first and see how that level of consideration can really impact us and make us better friends, better sisters, brothers, wives, husbands, whatever it may be. And so that's what I want to challenge you guys to do as well. Um, This has been on my heart, just to serve other people. Don't just do things because you have spare time. Don't just do things because it might look nice for you to do in the moment, but do things because, do kind things, random acts of kindness, simply because that's who you are. Consider others first because you are kind. Um, If you feel like this may be a trigger for somebody else's trauma, then consider how you present the information. Like the, all of these things can help you to be a more kind, more considerate person. Um, And that's something that I'm challenging myself to do. And it's something I'm I'm challenging my community to do. Um, And so I wanted to share that with you guys here on the podcast, because we are family, we are community too. Um, Consider others first, think of them put them before yourself for a change and see how well your community begins to develop and respond to you engaging in a fruit of the spirit, which is kindness. That's the random musing of my heart for this week's episode. Let's dive right in. So this week we are talking about discernment. We are talking about discernment. Now, when we say this word, it gets real spooky real quick. It gets mystical. It gets spiritual, so highly spiritual that some people even think there's no biblical framework um, for the way that this works, which is not the truth. In any way that God speaks to us, there is always a biblical framework from which we can find its patterns, its principles, its restraints, its limitations, its barriers, its responsibilities, its rewards, its rights. And so one of the things that I always encourage people, if you're building a prophetic life, a life where the voice of where you have an internal environment conducive enough for the voice of God to be hosted, valued and esteemed, you must always look for a framework for it. Do not engage in mystical, uh, highly spiritual uh, uh, experiences or things um, such as discernment without it being from God, without it being something that you explore by the power of God. Um, And so discernment is one of those things that people hear and they're like, oh God, this is spooky, this is that. And I don't want us to believe that in this environment, I want you to have full context and language or as much context and language as you can possibly get concerning this topic so that it is not too spiritual for you to be able to say, okay, I hear God like this. How do I decode that? How do I make uh, uh, a, 
how do I get better understanding of that? And so that's what we're going to talk about today. So we're going to define discernment. The Cambridge Dictionary says that discernment is the ability to judge people and things well. The discernment is the ability to judge people and things well. Um, And an example of this in scripture that I absolutely love um, is from the book of Acts 16, verse 16 to 18 in the Amplified Version. Acts 16, 16 to 18 in the Amplified Version, which says... It happened that as we were on our way to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination. That is a demonic spirit claiming to foretell the future and discover hidden knowledge. And she brought her owners a good profit by fortune telling. She followed after Apostle Paul and us and kept screaming and shouting, these men are servants of the Most High God and they are proclaiming to you the way of salvation. Verse 18, she continued doing this for several days. Then Apostle Paul, being greatly annoyed and worn out, turned and and said to the spirit inside her, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ as his representative to come out of her. And it came out at that very moment. Now, um, this in this scripture, the thing that I love is the fact that what the girl was proclaiming was true. These were men of God, Apostle Paul and the people that he was traveling with were men of God and they were proclaiming salvation. But the source of her of her knowledge and her insight were not of God. And it says that clearly in the scripture in verse 16. Um And so one of the things that I love is that Apostle Paul was able to identify that the source of what she was saying was was not from God. It was from an alternative source. And he was able to uh, conduct deliverance in that moment because he was to able to discern the source from which she spoke. Now, obviously, there is the gift of discerning of spirits, which is not necessarily um, what all of us have. But so, for example, we may hear God by discernment. We may just have a knowing, an impression in our hearts um, about what is right and what is wrong or a judgment concerning a particular thing. Um, That does not mean that we have the gift of discerning of spirits. That is specifically a revelatory gift that is spoken about. I believe it's in, um, I'll write it in the show notes. I believe it's in first Corinthians, but I'll, I'll double check and I'll put it in the show notes for you guys. But that is a, one of the revelatory gifts alongside the word of uh, wisdom and the word of knowledge and the word of wisdom. Uh, discerning of spirits is a revelatory gift, but just because you, God may speak to you through discernment does not necessarily mean that that gift is active and present in you. So discernment is the ability to judge people and things well. And we sometimes get this by impressions and knowings or pictures and images or instead distinctive feelings and or peace. So um, I'm going to quickly read Luke 1 uh, verse 42, 42. Let me just open that up. Luke 1, 40 to 42, which says, and she entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, her baby leaped in her womb and Elizabeth Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and empowered by him. Verse 42. And she exclaimed loudly, blessed and worthy to be praised are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Now, this is when Mary visits Elizabeth and um, the baby within her literally leaps um, as as Mary and, and comes to visit her. 
And so one of the things that I love when it comes to discernment is the fact that some people just think, okay, I can discern if people are wicked or good. I can discern between uh, if this source is correct or incorrect. And sometimes it can get really spooky. Uh, It can get really mystical for lack of better words. But discernment is a way that God speaks to us. I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but it's happened to me personally, where you just kind of know that something is right. Like you have this this convicting conviction (laughs) that something is right. You have this knowledge and this instinctive feeling that the decision that you're making is right or sometimes even wrong. Um, Sometimes I I navigate situations and decisions by the amount of peace I have concerning a thing. Uh, This can also come through just seeing a picture and having this knowing about what you're seeing um, and understanding that. I remember um, one time um, speaking to my sister, and I'll use this example, I'm sure she doesn't mind me sharing, um, speaking to my sister, and there was one day where God literally woke her up and was like, just pray, just pray, just pray. And she didn't necessarily know what she was praying for initially, but God began to share with her what to pray. Um, and this, 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 this discernment about what she should do and what God was saying to her was all by impressions, by knowings, by instinctive feelings. And she literally just followed the instructions. She would have a knowing to do something, whether it was to lift her hands in worship, a knowing to sing a particular song, a knowing to read a particular scripture. And she literally followed God's instructions to the T and he gave her an instruction. He gave her revelation. He gave her insight to follow through and to even share with the rest of the family concerning what God had shared with her in that particular moment. That was all discernment. And one of the things that I love about discernment is the fact that God can use discernment for split second decisions. Um, I know, especially for me, that is one of the ways that God deals with me. When it comes to a decision that needs a fast response, God speaks to me by discernment. So I'll say, God, lead me in the way I should go concerning this application or God, lead me in the way that I should go or tell me what to say. There's been times when I've gone into rooms and I've been like, um, I don't even remember what I said in the room, but it would be by knowings. God would tell me what to say or speak to me about. And it was through discernment. I wouldn't necessarily hear his audible voice. I would just know this is the right thing to say or know that this is the right thing to do. Um, I remember one time babysitting a child and I didn't necessarily know their routine. I just felt like this is what I should do. Um, And I felt like it was God speaking to me because I always, I started, I I was doing something and I was like, okay, God, um, I don't really know what I'm doing, babysitting this child. I don't know their routine. I don't know what their parents do with them. And God was just like, and I was like to God, yeah, please help me with this. And in that split second, I just had knowings. So I would just know how to, how many spoons of formula to put in their milk, or I would just know um, how to pat their back, or I would just know how to rock them to sleep. I would, it was just, it was by knowings. And so these impressions and knowings that especially when we can discern the source and we know that they're from God are a powerful way that God can speak to you. Um, So do not ignore your convictions. God speaks to us. It's a technology by which he communicates with us when he allows us to be convicted concerning the certain things. And so I wanted to share today because sometimes discernment can be one of those things that is hit or miss. Sometimes people have mystified it to the point where we don't see it as a way that God speaks to us, but it is. And if you're sensitive, you will be able to decode the instructions. 
um, there's been times when I've been like, God will be like, go through. Uh, so I'll be walking somewhere and God will be like, use this way. And I'm like, but why? Like, I usually go the other way. The other way is shorter. And I'll just have this knowing that if you follow God, what he wants you to see or to know or to do will happen. Um, and there's also been times where I've not responded and I've seen the consequences of that. Um, I remember one day God told me to get up and to get ready early in the morning. Um, there was no, I didn't, I wasn't meeting up with anyone. There was no plan in my schedule. I had actually scheduled to lie until like midday and then to get to work from around after lunch hours. Um, but I remember God telling me, waking me up at the crack of dawn, maybe 4 or 5 a.m. and telling me to get ready, like get ready like I was heading out. And I remember um, I remember being like, oh, I can't be asked to shower. I'm just going to brush my teeth and wash my face. Um, and I did that. And then I remember like struggling, like going back to lie down and then struggling to get out of bed to shower again. And I remember getting a phone call from someone I love dearly. And they were just like, yeah, like I'm on my way to yours. Like, let's head out. And I was like, um, I'm not ready. <laughs> and Holy Spirit was like, was kind of like, well, then get ready. And I remember having to rush and to shower and to get dressed. And I remember being in the shower and being like, you know what, I should have listened to God when he told me um, to get ready because now I need to be out. And it's not just a, a like any kind of like, let's go out. It was like a really important thing that I needed to go to as well with this person. But if I had been ready, then I would have been able to prepare for where I was going rather than rushing to shower and get ready and then having to prepare while on my way there. And so um, one of the ways that God really deals with me in terms of discernment is when it comes to split se second decisions or instructions. Like I'll just have a moving and knowing to get up and to do what I've, I feel the knowing to do. Um, but also understanding that there is a framework for this. One of the things that I always tell people is whenever you feel like you've gotten an instruction from God or you have this impression or knowing, can you back it up with scripture? can you back it up with scripture? So one of the things that I find is that the reason why this becomes so mystified, so highly spiritual to the point where we can't even find a framework for it is because a lot of the times people don't teach that if there's no framework for it in scripture, if you cannot find a way to be submitted in the scriptures while hearing the voice of God through this avenue or stream of revelation, then it might not be from God. Because one of the things we have to understand is in our revelatory lives, they can be imprinted upon by the enemy. They can be imprinted upon by our subconscious. They can be imprinted upon by our soul and what's going on. The fractures of our soul can imprint upon our revelatory lives. And so it's so important for you to make sure that this impression and this knowing is submitted to God and that you can find reference for it in the scripture. Scriptures. And that will really help us to demystify this and build a framework for, for which we can have impressions and knowings and be sensitive enough to discern that they are from God. And so we're going to take a quick moment to go to our second segment of the podcast um, before we continue speaking about discernment and its importance for our lives. Um, the fun fact for this week's episode, which is segment number two, is the, to answer the question, how much oxy oxygen is needed to survive? How much oxygen is needed to survive?
The air that is inhaled is about 20% oxygen and the air that is exhaled is about 15% oxygen. So about 5% of the volume of air is consumed in each breath and converted to carbon dioxide. Therefore, a human being uses about 550 litres of pure oxygen, which is 19 cubic feet per day. We use about 550 litres of pure oxygen, which is 19 cubic feet per day. Now, that was a super interesting fun fact for me to share with you, um, and I hope you find that interesting as well. So in our usual fashion, I'm going to give you three quick principles in navigating discernment as a way that God speaks to you. Number one, discern the source. Number one, discern the source. How do we do that? You do that in the place of prayer. You build sensitivity to the voice of God by prayer and communion with him, which we've spoken about in previous episodes. But also you make sure that you are well versed in the scriptures concerning discernment. What does the Bible have to say about discernment? How does the Bible say that we will experience discernment and get well versed in that? Allow that if that is your primary way that you believe God speaks to you through knowings, through convictions and instinctive feelings, through pictures and images, then make sure um, that you are well versed in what that looks like in the scriptures and learn the principles of it by studying the scriptures. Um, So number one is to get informed about this communication channel by prayer and building sensitivity, but also in the scriptures. Number two, um, become, become accustomed to understanding that the discernment isn't just to follow through to action. The discernment isn't to follow through to action. One of the things we have to realize is that when God speaks to us, it won't always be for instruction's sake. Sometimes it can be, but with discernment, it won't always it won't always lead to an instruction or an actionable step. One of the things that um, I find really important to do with revelation is to find out how that becomes information and how we navigate what we are seeing or what God is sharing with us. One of the the templates I've always used since one of my leaders shared it with me is revelation. What was revealed to you? What do you feel like you discerned? What did this impression or knowing educate you on? Revelation. What was the revelation? Step two, interpretation. What do you think that it means? What is the meaning behind it? What is the message? What is the information behind what God has shared with you? Number three, step number three is application application. How do I apply this to my life? Is this something I should pray about? Is this something that I should share with more mature believers in the faith than me? Is this something that I should shut up about? Is this a secret of God to me? Is this something that I should share with my community and get accountability concerning? Is this something that I need to act upon? Is this something that I need therapy for? There are so many different actionable steps and application steps that can come from God speaking to you. And discernment is one of those things that you have to practice that with avidly because otherwise it can become highly spiritual or mystical. That's principle number two. Principle number three is that um, don't just because you see, just because you don't say doesn't mean you don't see. I'll say that again because even I got a little bit kerfuffled. (laughs) Just because you don't say doesn't mean you don't see. One of the things that I really struggled with was with discernment is that sometimes I would be able to discern things that I didn't necessarily find attractive or great about certain people, places or things. 
And because of that, I would either run away from it or I wouldn't say anything. And I would say the Christian thing to do is to just shut up, pray about this and keep going. Just because you are not saying anything doesn't mean you don't see. And so don't allow what you're not saying. Um, don't do away with it. When you discern something, don't do away with it. When you discern something, find out the application steps, the information God wants you to engage in concerning that particular thing. And then don't ignore it. Do exactly what God asks you to do with it and keep that in the palm of your hand. Don't ignore it because no one else can see what you see concerning that person. Don't ignore it because no one else can see what you see concerning that thing. Don't ignore it because you feel like you're second guessing whether God is speaking to you or not. If you know the voice of God or even if you're learning the voice of God and building sensitivity, don't ignore it find its root, find its origin. But just because you're not saying anything about what you're seeing doesn't mean that you're not seeing. So don't disregard the revelation of God through discernment simply because you have no other context for it. Find context for it in the scripture. If you're still looking, don't do away with it. Still look and keep what you are discerning um, at the forefront of your mind as well. So those are my three principles concerning discernment and hearing the voice of God through discernment, which I said as remember, uh, which I said remember is still separate from the gift of discerning of spirits. You may be able to discern spirits, but the gift is still separate from discernment as a stream of revelation. And so the scriptures, uh, the links and everything that you need will be in the show notes. That is this week's episode. The recalibrate challenge of the week for this week's episode is to make sure that you've grabbed the more devotional, the 30 day devotional from www.recalibrateuk.com forward slash resources and also um, some some content. I can't share with you what yet, but some content will be coming um, to our YouTube page. So head over to YouTube and type in Recalibrate TV and make sure that you subscribe and press the, press the notification bell so that you can be notified when we post. But there is going to be some phenomenal content that I'll be sharing with you on our YouTube page um, so soon, sooner than you expect. So please keep an eye out on there as well. This has been a phenomenal episode and I hope that you guys have enjoyed it. If you have any questions or you would like to know more, please feel free um, to email recalibrateuk at gmail.com or message us on Instagram. The link will be in the show notes. And all before I go, we are looking for team members. So if you would like to join as a personal assistant, as a content creator, as a social media manager, as a strategist, as a resource or product manager, then please feel free to email recalibrateuk at gmail.com and we'll be able to send you all the information you need to join our team. Um, you guys know I adore you, absolutely love you all and can't wait to be with you in next week's episode where we will be looking at biblical examples of hearing the audible voice of God and principles to navigate it as a stream of revelation also. I can't wait. I'll see you guys in next week's episode. Peace and love. 